How's it going, everybody? Welcome to the Conservative Inputs. I am joined by Stephen and Tim. Howdy. Uh, it's just Howdy. us three for right now. Everyone else couldn't make it. Well, well, Devin said she could join in it a little bit, so we can uh, hope. Hopefully. Yeah. Well, anyways, we're going to be talking about a couple of things. Uh, first off, we're going to be talking about Ashley Babbitt. And I think I'm pronouncing it right. Am I? Yeah, it's Ashley Babbitt. It's Babbitt. Babbitt died. And we're going to be talking about what happened on January 6th and the um, guy that killed her or whatever they're calling him. Uh, we're going to be talking about him. And then we're going to be talking about, I believe, was it the CDC? We're, talk- we're going to be talking about the FDA, the CDC. FDA, CDC. And then we're going to be talking about Denmark, Australia. Yeah, we're going to be talking <laughs> about SCOTUS. And then we're going to be talking SCOTUS. about the president. Afghanistan. The pres- uh, Afghanistan, the president. We're talking about uh, military officials. So many people. There's a lot to talk about here, so let's get right to it. Yep. Let's get right into it. Zane, if you wanted to get started with the Ashley Babbitt. I will pull that up one sec here. All right. So um, I guess I'll go ahead and fill everybody in real quick. If you guys didn't know, we're not giving all the – we're not giving all the details on what happened. But uh, somebody was killed at the January 6th uh, insurrection. Uh, only one person killed. It was a, it was a Republican uh, Trump Trump supporter. Um, Ashley Babbitt, yep. and she was killed by a uh, Capitol Police officer. Yep. Wow. So, only person killed at the insurrection. Yeah. And I have pulled this up on Yahoo News because Yahoo News, of course. I don't know why. Hey, uh, news is news. News is news. Doesn't matter. Uh, so he had an interview with uh the Capitol Police officer with NBC, I believe. Yep. Um, but it says that Lieutenant Michael Leroy. Bride? Michael Bride, yes, sir. Michael Bride, yeah, Michael Bride. <laughs> um, he basically just goes on talking about there's been threats since it happened, all of this, and that um, he saved countless lives because of it, and that Babbitt was posing a threat. Yeah. Uh, he said, I know that day I saved countless lives. I know members of Congress as well as my fellow officers and staff were in jeopardy and in serious danger. That's my job. I believe I showed the utmost courage on January 6th, and it's time for me to do that now and coming forward, he said. Yeah. And quite I go down a little bit more. Uh, the Capitol Police, the Justice Department, Washington, D.C., Metropolitan Police have concluded Bride did not act improperly in shooting Ashley Babbitt as she attempted to breach the U.S. House chamber. Okay. So his name was actually circulating online for quite a while. Yeah. Um, people people online knew who it was if it wasn't made public already. But um, yeah. yeah, she was unarmed. Mm-hmm. Okay, she was shot in the face. Wow. And he, and he said in his interview, you know, I shot at center of mass, and her face was most likely center of mass because she was crawling through a window. But regardless, he was the only officer there that discharged his weapon. You know, I said before we started, I wasn't sure if he was the only one that drew his weapon, but he was the only one that discharged it, and it led to the death of somebody. Mm -hmm. Nobody else died. He did not save countless lives. He killed an unarmed veteran, by the way. She was a veteran. And Mm -hmm. it's it's just ridiculous that he has this, like, the idea that he, like, saved people because, you know, who, who who was there to be killed? 
Yeah, you know? and also he said something about there was previous shots that have been fired. No. Um, no. There's been countless uh, videos of every single angle, even inside, and there hasn't been any shots fired, at least not from most of the supporters. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. there's evident, like there's videos of like most of these guys that they said were violent, part of the insurrection. They said we're here peacefully protesting. We're just using our voices. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that kind of contradicts the shots were fired. That's why I shot. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. It was just mostly just a protest that got out of hand. It wasn't really like an insurrection as the media yeah. would call it. Yeah. Well, yeah. And, and here's and here's the thing. So a lot of people will like will like compare like the BLM riots to this. And and so here's the difference. The BLM riots destroyed private property. Okay. Mm-hmm. Public property. It now. led to well public property too, but pi- private property, which is which is the point I'm trying to make. Yeah. The Capitol building mm-hmm. is public property. It was funded mm-hmm. by the people who were there, you know. Yeah. So we have every right to be in that. So building. we have the we have every right to be in that building. You know, the the BLM riots, looting, vandalism, mm-hmm. um countless people were injured. Countless people killed. murdered and yeah. injured. You know, there was a there was a story of uh, you know that police officer that was killed. There was a story yeah, of the guy that was blood. literally stomped to death, trying mm-hmm. to protect his friend's store. You yeah, know, another trucker got kicked in the back of the mm-hmm. head, and mm-hmm. I think he had severe brain trauma because of it. And the the reason why I draw that conclusion is because not only because it was public property that was funded by the American people that was being mm-hmm. you know vandalized, even though you know. The U.S. government sends ten thousand dollars on a toilet seat. I think they can afford a new lectern for Nancy Pelosi. That's all yeah, I'm saying. Um, not only was it public property, it was also the fact that if I I know if the shoe was on the other foot, this person that my, Michael Bride, he would be called a murderer, and the left would be screaming for him to go to prison. Mm-hmm. And right now he's being treated like he is a hero when that is not the case not at all Or one thing is that like not many people know is that uh the white house you know when trump went into the bunker Mm -hmm. it was because the white house was um people protesters leftist protesters blm got through the gates Mm -hmm. yeah and i think 80 plus secret service members were injured and i think like six were killed you don't hear about that you don't hear about the uh, Secret yeah. Service members that saved countless lives. Yeah. One person was killed at the January 6th protest, mm-hmm. and it was a protester. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Not, a, not, a, about... not a rioter, a protester. Yeah. Exactly. Or what about Brian Sicknick? Brian Sicknick died because of those Trump protesters. Wait, wait, what's the story of Brian Sicknick? Brian Sicknick, there was, there was a police officer who was at the Capitol riots, named Brian Sicknick. Mm-hmm. He died because of a... What's it? He but has, it like, wasn't... strokes. He died because of a stroke, not because the protest and it has, Yeah, it had nothing to do with, actually... Yeah. It didn't have anything to do with the actual insurrection. Yeah. yeah. It was days after, wasn't it? Like, wasn't yeah, it like that, that was not an insurrection, after? bro. That was not an insurrection. That was a call it a protest that got out of hand. Yeah. 
And I mean, I I agree. You know, it it didn't need to happen. Um, yeah. There, it definitely was a whole bunch of people who were probably getting getting a little too rowdy. You know. Yeah. But um, it definitely wasn't an insurrection. The U.S. Mm-hmm. government was not. Um, they weren't like threatened by it in any way. You know. Oh yeah. And saying that it was an insurrection and saying that they're they're a group of terrorists is. Incredibly, not only ignorant, but ridiculous. And Zane is frozen. Okay. <laughs> I'm sure he'll be back shortly, but we'll go ahead and move on to our next topic, which is the FDA approval and uh, some more info on the CDC. So, um, COVID, yeah. the COVID vaccine recently got approved, and uh, yeah. the, it's it's been an incredibly short period of time, you know. We have... Um, we had the flu vaccine, which took 30 years to develop. The COVID vaccine took... Oh, there he goes. Yep, he'll be back soon. Um, the COVID vaccine took less than a year, okay? On average, it takes drugs 12 years of being tested, I guess, or just in the market in order to get FDA approval. And it really means yeah. nothing. You know, I found a list of 22 approved drugs by the FDA that are extremely harmful. And that includes... These mm-hmm. are really difficult to say... Atorvastatin, which is uh, or atorvastatin calcium, which is like uh, some some brand names are Lipitor and Crestor, um, Adalimumab, which uh, Humira is a brand name, uh, Etercept or Etercept, uh, Embril, um, Clopidor, Grell, <laughs> Plavix. Uh, there's Zane is. Sorry about that. There are some complications. You're fine. We're going up with the uh, we're going over the FDA approval now, and then oh, we no. got um, Rituximab. Rituximab. Uh-huh. Rituximab is the brand name for that. We're going over a list of drugs that uh, are harmful. Ah. Um, that were approved by the FDA. FDA, and then we have. The... Uh, what's that? Wait, they're approved. Like, what do you mean by approved? They were they were approved by the FDA, but they they came out like they were discovered to be extremely harmful. Oh, okay, yeah. 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 And then we've got uh, there's a list of 22 of them. One of them I wanted to point out was fentanyl. Fentanyl oh, yeah. was approved by the FDA as a drug, but it is as we know extremely harmful. And mm-hmm. that that's what I feel like we need to be looking at when we look at the COVID vaccine. And then um, in other news, you know, the CDC recently came out and said that. Um, the effects aren't as lasting as they predicted, which which would warrant the booster shots is what they're saying. That's what they're trying to get at. But they said uh, the COVID vaccine may not be effective and that decreased immunity is occurring. And that's why we see we're, we're seeing I a spike. Why. Yeah, we're seeing a spike in people who have actually taken the COVID vaccine because now that not only do they have the, the virus in their body, but the immunity is not long lasting. So, mm-hmm. It's just I feel like it's ridiculous to because, you know, all these states are like going for the vaccine mandates. And if they're not going for a vaccine mandate, they're going for a mask mandate, Yeah. which, by the way, is not only an, an, an infringement on our freedoms, because you know, mm-hmm. nowhere in the Constitution does it say that the government can tell us that we're, we're supposed to mm-hmm. wear something or inject something into our body. But yeah. mm-hmm. it's also ridiculous to, you know, mandate a vaccine. That mm-hmm. they say themselves is not effective. You know, it, we, we've seen this ever since the vaccine came out. 
You know, we've mm-hmm. seen people die from side effects of the vaccine. We've seen mm-hmm. people like just have bad reactions to the vaccine that most normal oh, vaccines yeah. don't have. We've seen a spike in COVID cases among vaccinated people. We've seen people wow. who have died within 10 minutes of getting the vaccine. You know, that is so terrible, man. And then on top of that, the CDC is telling us we need to wear masks regardless of if we're vaccinated or not because we can still get it. Mm-hmm. You know? I got vaccinated. I don't know what to think now. <laughs> no. I mean, I've got a pretty good immune system, but regardless, you know, now I have mm-hmm. now I have something in my body that I don't know if my body will be able to handle. And I didn't get sick All of a sudden, you start, like, all of a sudden, you, like, grow with, I like, start, a third I just, arm or something. I, just, I, get a, I grow a third arm. I just start convulsing. It's either that or it's just a big, gigantic ploy, and they actually gave people Ugh. saline um, <laughs> injections. Insulin. I yeah, or no, not insulin, saline. saline. It's basically salt water. Because yeah, I've, yeah. I've been seeing a lot of conspiracy theories that that's what they've been injecting everybody with. Hey, you never bath know. Bathwater? Oh, yeah, Gamer Girl bathwater. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> and other than that, uh, Stephen, you have information on, or did you want to say anything about the FDA or CDC approval, guys? They're clowns. Clowns. Well, I just don't know. Like, they say, I know I said earlier, like, oh, People shouldn't take this drug unless it's FDA approved, and it's like now it's like I don't know where they're going with this. Like they're rushing it. Like, yeah. Something is very something is always very sus with COVID vaccines. Why can't Talk. we just go back to normal? <laughs> hey, you know? maybe maybe like uh, maybe like one of the countries in our next seg- segment, Stephen. Um, but no. yeah, it, it, one thing I'll say about the vaccine, I got it for a stupid reason. Not going to disclose the reason, but it's a personal reason, and um, I, I didn't talk to a doctor or anybody about it. Um, I really wish that I had. I haven't had any negative effects, but I really suggest that everybody go talk to their doctor before they get the vaccine, because you may not need it. You may need it. You don't know. Um, other than that, uh, Stephen, you want to go to yeah. our next segment? So, yeah, I've been hearing a lot about you know two different countries, but these are two countries with two stark personality two very strategies very different strategies when it comes to the covid lockdowns and, and both are very surprising yeah. one country you can clearly tell who their ancestor country was yep denmark obviously we're gonna go to denmark like denmark like surprisingly like in a few few months ago denmark has now said they would open up for all tourists from the united states and so this means like if any traveler from the United States is vaccinated. They're allowed to go into Denmark without any restrictions whatsoever. But then if for American travelers that are not vaccinated, they're still going to have to take a negative COVID test. So it's really surprising how <clears throat> Denmark took this step to just like reopen everything, except for mm-hmm. maybe a, a few exceptions here yeah. and there. But other than I feel that, like... Denmark has opened up. It's he... just like, I feel like... Sorry, you guys go. Sorry, I feel like Denmark is like taking it kind of like, yeah, we just have these precautions just in case. Yeah, and, and that's, we'll still let you through. That's what I feel like is a very good uh, precaution to take, you know, because it, it still is a disease. I mean, um, and it still, you know, it still does affect, you know, elderly and immunosuppressant people, people who do have preexisting uh, conditions. But mm-hmm. they've them completely opening up their country other than to people who have tested positive or 
have not been vaccinated, I feel like is a very good step um, in the direction. Um, I, I would prefer to see it open completely, but, you know, I can understand that the, the, or the positive, positive test. Did I say negative or did I say? Yeah. Yeah. I, I, yeah, I, I can see why limiting uh, positive tests um, is a is a good idea. So I'm, I'm cool yeah. with that. But in, in stark contrast, we have Australia, <laughs> Australia, the um, daughter country of mm-hmm. Britain. Yep, Australia. They are very obvious. The lockdowns and even Great Britain's other penal colony. Yep, <laughs> Australia. The one that they could actually um, maintain and. Conquer. Australia's Conquer. prime minister named Scott Morrison, I believe his name was, he just defended his whole statement on Australia's handling of COVID, saying, we're going to lock down, we're going to make sure 70% of our people are vaccinated until we start opening up. I'm like, this is so interesting. This is a very exact opposite of what Denmark is mm-hmm. doing. Like, come on. Denmark Australia is turning to Nazi Germany. Like you're you're yeah. literally seeing people who have COVID being arrested, which yeah, is know, ridiculous. This is I heard about this. Infants like infants are dying because mm-hmm. oh, people yeah. are too afraid of getting COVID that they're not taking care of their kids. Also, uh, a rescue shelter in Australia shot all the dogs there. They killed all the dogs in the shelter because they didn't want people coming and getting the dogs because I of COVID. Did not hear about that. Yeah. They're talking about it. Uh, Michael Knowles had a video about it. These really? shelter, they shot the dogs, puppies, little dogs. They shot them yep, because they they're terrible. too afraid for people to come and rescue them. Yeah. See, we yeah, and, and we, these were these were rescue dogs that were abused, mm-hmm, and the yeah. fact that they just get shot in the head—that's ridiculous. Yeah, and we've seen we've seen you know negative reactions to masks and and lockdowns and and vaccine yeah. mandates um, in France and Great Britain. And mm-hmm. I think Germany as well. We've seen a yeah. lot of actual riots, you know, in yeah. France just the uh, just the other week. You know, they had people storm their Capitol building, tear down a picture of their p- president, and tear it out, tear That's it in wrong, half, and throw yeah. it out in the window. Yeah, mm-hmm. like it is absolutely ridiculous that the leaders of these countries are not seeing how their people are feeling and reacting accordingly to it. It's They're like, oh well, this is for the for your health. For who? Well, uh, yeah, like keeping people inside, inside away from work. Yeah. That's not for their health. The suicide rates are gonna go up, and they did. Yeah. They, they did in the U.S. I I, I read uh, I read somewhere. I I more heard it. I'm pretty sure it was from one of uh, the Daily Wire uh, podcasters that um, there was a poll done, and it said 70 percent of high school age students considered suicide during the pandemic, mm-hmm. or at least said something about mm-hmm. feeling depressed during the pandemic, yeah. which I don't, you know, you're not allowed to go out and see your friends, you know, you're not allowed to engage mm-hmm. with the people you normally engage with every single day, and it's, oh, yeah. these lockdowns have been terrible for the economy, have been in terrible for mental health, have been in terrible for physical health, we see, we've seen, we've probably seen it in, like, a, a drastic increase in our country's mean weight, you know, and I mean, you know, weight isn't that big of a deal, but it does lead to bigger issues if it gets out of hand. Mm-hmm. So it's yeah. oh, totally. And That's why I switched to more testing as well. Australians oh, are yeah. rising up. 
protesting. They're protesting. They're saying we've had enough. It's good. You don't want your lockdowns, and we're gonna rise up against the, you. I like how the police are saying it's it's for your health as they're shooting them with rubber bullets and throwing tear wow, gas. Wow, that's such oh a yeah. Good there was there was a story of um, I don't know if it was, I'm terrible at this. It might have been Tim uh Tim Pool I think. I was watching. I was listening to a lot of Timcast today. That's where I got a lot of our stuff on Afghanistan um, today, or at least where I heard about it. Um, Tim Pool was talking about how like there there was an altercation poli- between uh, police and uh, citizens in Australia, and one of the citizens had like a like a uh, it was a certain like YouTube channels like YouTube channel or podcast like logo on like a T shirt. And um, uh, the police officer was like, yo, I follow them too. And then he just started, like, beating the crap out of him because he was, like, outside Bro. of his house. And I'm like, what? So you what? follow the man, but you'll still beat him up? Exactly. That's like that's like me exactly. going to, like, a famous YouTuber. Like, yo, I follow you. Beat him up. What? That is so bad. Honestly, this is just – that is so terrible. It's <laughs> like when it gets to the point – where even people you share interests in are so willing to hold you down and restrict your rights. You know, that it's it's an issue. Mm-hmm. It's a red flag. It's a red flag. I wonder how much those cops are getting paid to go flags. beat up people. Probably but quite a bit. They're, they're thugs. They're acting like the Gestapo. The Gestapo. I mean, yeah. And now, and now in New York State, they're they're not allowing, they're not considering religious exemptions, um, from vaccinations. So like, I don't know if you guys heard, but you know, vaccines, passports, and mask mandates in New York. And then I know there's mask mandates in California because my dad works for a company that's um, that has locations in California, and they did a camp company, they did a company wide mask mandate because of California. So, all right. Um, all you, first of all, look at Denmark. I'm going to say look at Denmark. Let look Denmark at Denmark. Do. Look at Denmark. Denmark. Florida, Texas. Yes. Yeah. Restrict exactly. restrict people coming in if they have an uh, if they if they test positive for COVID. But open it up. Yeah, open it, open up. it up. If you're looking if you're looking to be safe. Yeah. Open up the state but restrict access. You know, that's that's fine. That's fine. Mm-hmm. You know, limiting the amount of people that are coming in with it, I'm cool with. But don't shut down the economy. Don't lock people in their houses. Don't mm-hmm. force them to wear pieces of cloth that are going to get getting soaked with sweat and spit. That's probably going to get them more sick. Yeah. It's, it's like, like don't force them to inject things into their body. Well, it's ridiculous. Now you have people forcing these masks on you. Even the... I've seen videos of people like forcing masks. I don't even have any masks. There we go, boys. I'm safe. I'm not. I'm not required to wear a mask anywhere. This isn't but... a mask. It's a bandana. No. Ooh. Whatever. I'm not required to wear a mask anywhere but work, and my work provides uh, disposable masks, so mm-hmm. I don't. I don't have any anymore. I use a mask that's not even a mask. It's like you can breathe through it, but it's like just dark enough that it looks like it's a mask, and I wear it to work. I can breathe with it perfectly fine. My glasses don't fog up. It's and not like uncomfortable and that's the thing most of these masks that people are wearing they don't mm-hmm. do anything they do nothing mm-hmm. at all exactly. it makes your it probably makes your health worse like um i was at i had to wear a mask when working out mm-hmm. and i'm already i'm already pretty big like i'm pretty overweight and i have asthma because of it hey i am i'll admit it oh <laughs> um, but i you have look like great saying you look fantastic oh, thank you 
Um, but since working out with like a mask on, I'm like huffing and puffing. Yeah. And I'm like can't breathe. And then now that I don't have a mask, I'm like, I can breathe. Yeah. I can breathe in between sets, you know. And it's just, you know, we've talked about it before. Most of the masks say they don't prevent the spread of infectious diseases, anyways. Mm-hmm. You know, unless you're wearing a KN95 or you're wearing something that completely restricts your airflow. Like the you know, Bane mask? You're not, you know? you're not doing anything. That's basically what it is. Any more info on those, Steven? Well, I mean, that's pretty much, that's pretty much all I got. Oh, and about more on the Australia lockdown. Let me see. Steve up. Irwin is probably throwing a fit right now. Wow, they're Wait, Steve the Irwin? Oh yeah, I was yeah. gonna say um, Steve Irwin isn't I... he dead? Yeah, he's throwing a fit yeah. in his grave. He's he's turning over in his grave. Yeah. Oh, that's pretty. Uh, I mean, that's pretty much. I mean, it, the founding though. fathers are turning in their grave. That's pretty right much now. all I got. I mean, like there's just two stark personalities. It's like night and day. All I can say is, the world, please open up. Give people their normal lives back. And stop being so draconian. Thank you. There we go. Please Could stop being nineteen forties Germany. All right. <laughs> All right, and then uh, one more topic, and then we're getting into the big news. So, yeah, big uh, news. SCOTUS recently made a SCOTUS Supreme Court of the United States. Oh, I'm stupid. <laughs> SCOTUS I'm recently not good made with acronyms, you know. SCOTUS recently made a six to three decision saying that the eviction moratorium was illegal this is the second time they've made this decision the second time the second time they've had to tell the u.s president that he is not allowed to tell people he's a clown that they're allowed that they're forced to house people in their houses by the way pretty sure we we can't be forced to house people Mm -hmm. that's like one of our amendments i don't care if it says troops or not that's still housing people Mm-hmm. Without, without you know, monetary, yeah. Uh, yeah. You know. If I'm not getting paid, I'll be like, yo, you're paying me. If they're not yeah. paying me, they're paying me. It was a 6-3 to three decision. Uh, the 6 were the conservative judges. The 3 were the liberal judges with uh, dissenting opinions, um, which is which is how it's referred. Um, they, they, the decision was that, um, per the Constitution, it is illegal. It is unconstitutional. To force landlords to house people in their house and their in their property, uh, without mm-hmm. being compensated financially or, mm-hmm. you know, of the like. I've I've seen stuff where um like you know how like some people rent out rooms in their houses mm-hmm. like their own personal houses yeah and they're like refusing to get out and not paying and like they can get like the owners throw them out and then the owners get charged. Oh yeah, they get they can get sued. Yeah. They can get arrested too. I've heard yeah. that too. It's they can get arrested for kicking somebody out of their own home yep. that they graciously allowed them to live in. To live in. But they had to pay. Yeah. And and so here's here's the thing. Um and, and Tim Pool was talking about this. I, I listened to Tim Pool a lot today. <laughs> I listened to I listened to his um his podcast uh Tim 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 Cast Live and then also Tim Just Cast. listens to Tim Pool twenty four seven. Hey, hey. Got gotta gotta support a fellow Tim, you know. 
<laughs> yeah. But yeah, there's, he was no, there's no cool Zanes except like the dude from One Direction. I hook you Which up. Doesn't even have He's the, not, not cool. Even... He is not cool. <laughs> no, nobody in One Direction is cool. I'm sorry, Zane. I, I do have a I do know Zane that I'll hook you up with though. His oh name's Zane gosh. Myers. Zane Myers. He, he was like dope. my he was like one of my best friends in high school. Anyways, <laughs> anyways, um, so yeah, they they made the decision that, um, oh no, going back to the Tim Pool thing. He 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 was basically saying, you know, what does what does that even do? You know, mm-hmm. SCOTUS can make this decision, but how are they enforcing it? Because they can't enforce it. You know, laws are enforced through the executive branch. And they're decided through the legisl- or through the uh, the uh, judicial. The, the executive branch is the one who wants to make these decisions, you know. So if you if you kick somebody out of your house and they sue you because of the eviction moratorium, you mm-hmm. know, who's to say the police are going to side with you? Yeah. Because if you're in New York, you know, police are probably not going to. Well, a lot of the a lot of the NYPD has already said that they're 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 not even going to you know follow through with the mask mandate laws um and good for them good for them uh i they got thank, tom I thank selleck them for their running service. the police department yeah um but let's let's just say there's a uh there's a, a mayor boot licking you know state trooper <laughs> okay i'm being honest who uh who, who gets pulled up or state trooper i say state trooper but a boot a boot licking police officer let's say mm-hmm. hardcore hardcore lefty uh police officer that comes yeah. uh, and is called mm-hmm about this you know who's to say that uh that police officer won't arrest that landlord you oh, know you know what this reminds me of this reminds me of blue bloods with mm-hmm. tom Selleck as the police commissioner in the nypd yeah and yeah he, he he didn't he said no to the leftist mayor yeah. and even and even okay so say this person sues you know each court up the way could say yes court of appeals Yes, and then it goes to 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 another court, and then another court, and then another court. It gets all the way to the Supreme Court. Supreme Court says yes, it is illegal to force them to house you in their house without paying. Them. Mm-hmm. That person says, "Okay, I'm still not leaving." What can you do? Shoot them. Can Shoot you? Shoot them. They're trespassing. Can you? They're trespassing. Depends on the state. But anyways, dang. Um, the the SCOTUS did say that if there was going to be an eviction moratorium. It would have to go through the Senate. It would have to mm-hmm. be decided by the legislative branch. And, you know, it was moved to the legislative branch. Nothing happened because, you know, uh, House Republicans or Senate Republicans, you know, refused to vote yes to it. So nothing happened. And then what happened? Biden decided to do it again. So I, I either get the feeling this is going to be an end, which would be absolutely fantastic, or it's just going to be a never-ending cycle until one side gives up. Which mm-hmm. uh, Republicans better not give up. They've been uh, oh yeah, they've been pansies as of late. They've been so. slacking. <laughs> Come on, man. Slackers. And uh, I we're think that's. We're paying you. Do your job. I think that's it. We got now. We're it's now we're to the big news. Big big, big news. news. Afghanistan. Oh wow! Probably some of the biggest news since. What, I think what, what significant has happened in our time except nine eleven. I'd say this is the biggest news since nine eleven. Probably, or no, yeah. no, no, no. Probably, no, this is the biggest news since 9-11. Um, probably um, the biggest news before this was uh, Obama giving tons of guns to uh, terrorists, which uh, we, we, won't oh, bring up. we won't bring up. You know, every, every single time there's a Democrat in office, terrorists get weapons. But they get 
our we, military grade weapons while we, we can barely buy pistols. But we won't bring this up. Just saying. Every time a Democrat's in office, terrorists get weapons. But um, I've got an entire sheet of facts. <laughs> it's a it's a rough sheet, you know. I'll clean I can't up. See. I'll, it's clean, all blurry. I'll clean up the edges for you. You're not supposed to see it. I'm reading it. Oh. I'll bring up stuff, but if you guys want to like interject with a fact that you guys know that I, you guys know I haven't brought up, that's fantastic. Um, so mm-hmm. first things first. Um, Biden decided to pull out of Afghanistan. Went absolutely terribly. Um, there's a lot of things that have happened since that withdrawal from Afghanistan that uh, have made me very angry and very upset. Me too. And, and, you know, a lot of Americans very angry and very upset because, you know, we spent 20 years there. Mm-hmm. And all that work is for nothing now. Mm-hmm. So, you know, America pulls out troops. Um, we've left... As of like three days ago, we still had eleven thousand American citizens there, citizens alone. Oh, yeah. You know, mm-hmm. not counting our allies, which is probably a very large number. Oh of, yeah. Of Afghans, which. And you, you got know, our I, troops too. Yeah, I, I commend those Afghan allies for what they've mm-hmm. done for us. Yeah. Um, did you hear the um somebody I don't know who somebody in our government gave a list to the Taliban. Oh yeah, that's one of my of points. Afghan yeah, no, allies. No, no, I, yeah, I, I have that written down. It says, uh, U.S. government officials, a.k.a. the Biden administration, gave an entire list of American troops, citizens, and allies to a terrorist organization that was oh, screaming yeah. death to America in the streets. Now, I, I, posted, I posted a tweet about that. Okay, giving a list of American citizens and troops to a terrorist organization is putting the lives of those troops, citizens, and allies mm-hmm. at risk. Yeah. That is treason. Mm-hmm. You know, I posted that on Twitter. Probably yeah. the most popular tweet for the least popular Twitter account. I got one, uh, close to 200 likes now, which, I mean, isn't a lot, but it's a lot for me. You know, I've gained three <laughs> followers. I have 13 oh. followers now. And then, uh, You're Twitter famous. Yeah, super yeah. Twitter famous. I've gotten. Will um, you remember me when you become famous? Oh yes, I will. Say. <laughs> yes. I've got. That's another topic, though. I, I think I've gotten close <laughs> to seventy retweets on that, and I've gotten like 18, 18, 19 comments on it, which you know, like I said, isn't a lot. But hey, at least I'm not getting ratioed, um, which Yo. is fantastic. But um, Marvel. yeah. So um. Other than that, you know, the U- uh, UK and I think France um, yes. actually actually went got into Afghanistan, got their people out. You know, mm-hmm. unlike us who pulled troops out and left, we, you know, military. Mil- I think it was close to $4.3 billion in military oh equipment. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Uh, 600,000 oh. guns, I think. And I'll, yeah, I'll, um, I'll actually. I'll actually. I'll pull up a list of things. Yeah, not all of the guns have been accounted for, they said. Not all the guns have been accounted for. The Taliban's got, like, maybe... I'm not too sure how many they have, but they have not as much as you think. This whole thing was just a total joke and a mess. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah, we've gotten gotten to the point that private citizens, ex-special forces, are trying to get over there and rescue our allies, our citizens, and our soldiers. Oh my gosh, the president refused to do anything yet. about it. He, he's just a coward. He's hiding in a corner. He's hiding under his desk while someone else is calling the shots. You see that press conference? He was instructed 
with a list to call on like certain reporters. Yeah. And then you got his spokesperson, whatever Jen, whatever Saki. Jen Saki, circle yeah, back. She, circle back. She was furious at reporters because like she wouldn't answer any other questions about Afghanistan. Kamala oh, is refusing to answer anything about the Afghan yeah. about Afghanistan. Kamala's been Kamala's been gone. Nobody's yeah. heard from Kamala. Yeah. People, people, is a very honest woman. People in the Pentagon won't say anything or don't even know what's going on. Okay, so here's and you got the you got the director of the CIA talking just like going and discussing stuff with the Taliban. So here is this is from August nineteenth, twenty twenty one. Um, this is the list of things that uh, or military equipment that we've left. Seventy five thousand eight hundred ninety eight vehicles. Oh my gosh. 599,690 weapons. 162,643 pieces of communications equipment. 208 aircrafts. The Taliban has more Black Hawk, Black Hawk helicopters than 85% of the world. Wow. <laughs> wow. All because of our incompetent demented president 16,191 pieces of intelligence that means fingerprints eye scans blood samples of passcodes passcodes of american citizens american allies and american troops and who knows what what they got a hold of there there could be stuff for like okay wait here we go what they've up? got um 7,035 machine guns 4,702 Humvees, 20,040 hand grenades, 2,520 bombs, 1,394 grenade launchers, among other equipment. You serious? Yeah, as of of June 30th, the Afghan Mm -hmm. forces, which are now controlled by the Taliban, had 211 U.S.-supplied aircraft in their inventory. At least 46 of those aircrafts are now in Uzbekistan after more than 500 Afghan troops used them to flee. Yeah. I disprove. I highly disprove. And yeah. now, if we want to actually do something, we can't just send in a couple thousand troops. We need to send in a lot yeah. of troops. So, you know, um, and then let's see, let's see, let's see. Um, and then we had the Kabul bombing, you know. Um, there's several different that. theories. People think there's three. It should have never theories. happened. Well, <laughs> yeah, it definitely shouldn't have ever happened. Our troops shouldn't have been there. But there's three theories. You know, yeah. um, the most prevalent one is that is that it was ISIS K, which is mm-hmm. the 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 offshoot of ISIS that is in Afghanistan. I didn't know they had branches. Yeah, they did. They do. Um, there's there was ISIS K did it, which is the honestly the most likely story. Um, mm-hmm. There is that the Taliban did it, which is the second most likely story because the Taliban is the Taliban. And then there's honestly, a third theory that the bombs were planted by the U.S. military. Oh my gosh! And there's several. I honestly had I honestly had didn't know that there's a difference mm-hmm. between the Taliban and ISIS. Yeah, no, the the <laughs> ISIS, apparently ISIS and the Taliban are like they hate each other. Extreme rivals, I guess. I don't know. But um, the third the third theory is backed up. Blow up more cars. Yeah, the third the third theory is backed up by a couple different claims. So, um, U.S. government officials told uh, troops in the uh, in the airport 
uh, to continue processing refugees, but to not let um, American citizens into the airport. And that was that was before the bombing. Why would uh, why would they not let troops uh, process American citizens? Did they know about the bombing? Did they know it would happen? Uh, apparently, apparently they did. There's been uh, there's a, been a couple sources that stated that they did. And then uh, well, the fact that they left American troops there. Yeah, the fact that they left American troops there. They um, killed our troops. Yeah. Uh, the morning of the bombing. This this isn't related to the theory, but uh, the morning of the bombing of Kabul, top military officials posted about diversity and inclusivity in oh. our nation's military and how it made us more fierce and better killers. Oh, yeah, because we got lesbians. We got lesbians in our military yeah. and queers. It makes us yeah. stronger, you know? Well, it was, it was talking specifically about women. Um, maybe more tolerant, <laughs> um, but I, I don't think it makes us more fierce uh, when we're talking about diversity in the military. Um, and I mean, hey, diversity in the military, that's, I'm, on call with, I'm on cool with that. It's just the fact that they were talking about diversity when we have 11,000 American citizens stuck in Afghanistan, uh, which is currently occupied by the Taliban. And then, um, you know, several people have offered, several Americans have offered to go to Afghanistan on their own dime. I um, think they're already there. I, I'm not too sure about it because the U.S. government made it very clear that they do not want people going to Afghanistan to save American well, people. They're ex, they're ex special forces. Yeah, they well, fly under the radar. Yeah, but um, you know, they, there's probably they, there's probably special forces teams that we don't even know about in our military. Yeah, there's been several piece, people who have been who have offered to go to Afghanistan to take uh, to help get Americans and our allies out. The the U.S. government has said no. One of which including is Hillary Clinton, which I absolutely despise as a human being, but if this is true, then I will give her a little bit of credit where it is due. Um, I do appreciate that. She's probably going to want to go kill somebody off in Afghanistan in the process. Yeah. How are we looking on time? Never mind, I uh, see it, it right there. We're actually, we're actually doing pretty good on time. Nine, uh, <sighs> 8.52 where I'm at. We're, we're actually doing really good on time. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, this is probably going to be one of our quicker videos for how much we've been covering, but, um, yeah. um, second to the last big piece of news on this, at least is, um, Lieutenant Colonel Stuart Scheller, which means we're going to be able to do a little bit more when it comes to the last big portion. Um, Lieutenant Colonel Stuart Scheller, um, was fired over demanding accountability from military mm -hmm. higher ups, which is... He, he shouldn't have been fired. Yeah, no, he definitely should not have been fired. No. It is he, an American he, citizen's right mm -hmm. to question the government and their mm -hmm. motives. And even even a guy, like a member of the military, I think he should have that right. That of Because course. his brothers and sisters are being killed over in Afghanistan. He yeah. should have that right to know why it is that these people are getting killed. Yeah. And speaking of uh, those who have been ki being killed... Um, the bombing of Kabul. So, bombing of Kabul. It was August 26th. It was the deadliest day for the American military since 2011. Wow. We had, 13, we had 13 military members die that day. That was more than any day in the last 10 years. And it was the first time a member of our military died since... Uh, since Trump's Taliban deal last uh, last year. Yeah. 
So back in February. Speaking of military members dying, dying we have a list of uh, 13 U.S. soldiers that died. And uh, since we have a little bit more time, I will be able to go over in depth, or a little bit deeper in depth, than we at first were going to. Which is, I think, great. Something that really needs to be done because these people sacrificed their lives for our country and the people mm-hmm. in Afghanistan. And I feel like it's warranted. So let yeah, me just, let me find heroes. the post real quick. Jesus, I can't find it. I'm a terrible person. I saw something. They said that these people mm-hmm. should be the ones that are getting statues. Oh, yeah. For not, sure. not these terrorists and these druggies like George mm-hmm. Floyd. Yeah, These people, these soldiers that risk their lives and sacrifice their lives saving people, they should be getting, they should be getting statues. They should be honored, but our government is doing nothing about it. Our government is wor- more worried about COVID and our deals with the Taliban and all this and that. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Okay. And yeah, and and it was uh, Matt Matt uh, Matt Walsh brought it brought this up. He said the people who are getting statues today are literal criminals. Criminals, you know. Yeah. They they don't tell the story of how. Uh, oh, dude, I I even forget his name. That's how much it doesn't really matter to me. George Floyd. You know, he, he literally, like, busted into a busted into someone's house, you know, robbing them. And then, you know, held a gun to a pregnant woman. So, and he was doped up on a fentanyl when he was arrested. Fentanyl, the, the drug we talked about earlier. Yeah. You know? And then you got soldiers that are in the dirt right now mm-hmm. that are, aren't even getting recognition from our own government, from our military. Yeah. So um, we're going to go over this list of people. Um, we have mm-hmm. Maxton Soviak. He was 22. He was in the Navy. The only member of uh the military that wasn't part of the marines um mm-hmm. he was a navy hospital corpsman hailed from mm-hmm. berlin heights ohio graduated from the edison high school in milan mm-hmm. in 2017 most of these people one of them was not in their 20s the mm-hmm. rest were you know these are all people who are around our age mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. sacrificing Almost. their lives to fight for our country and yeah. like what you're saying like he wasn't he was the only non-marine i wonder how why he was there he was a he was a combat medic. Oh, never mind. Yeah, he was there. He was there helping people. Mm-hmm. You know, I was gonna say that usually they're not like. I don't know. Okay, mm-hmm. and and I apologize for for these names. I I I'm not the best at names. So there is Kareem, Nikoi, Nikoi. He was twenty. He was in the Marines. Um, his father didn't even realize his son had been killed until he saw a clutch. Of Marines show up at his door in Norco, California. Wow. That's just. I don't know what can I say to this. Like, this is just. This is it's, pretty interesting. It's, it's terrible. Tragic. It's terrible mm. knowing that this man had no idea his son had been killed. Mm hmm. We have David Lee Espinoza, 20 years old, part of the Marines. He was from Laredo, Texas. He graduated from Lyndon B. Johnson High School in Laredo and lived in Rio Bravo his entire life. We have Riley McCollum, 20 years old, Marines. 
He was from Bondurant, Wyoming. He was on his first deployment. He had just gotten married and was three weeks away from being a dad. Mm-hmm. You got Jared Schmitz, 20-year-old Marine. He was a Lance Corporal from St. Charles, Missouri. The heartbroken dad said his son, who always dreamed of being a soldier, was on his first deployment and was sent to Afghanistan from Jordan. He was notified of his son's death at about 2.40 a.m. Wow. We have Hunter Lopez, 22 years old, Marines. Lopez was a corporal who hailed from California and planned to follow in his parents' footsteps and become a sheriff's deputy once he was done with his deployment. Mm-hmm. That's so bad. Got Dagan Page, 23 years old, Marine. Marine Corporal Dagan Page was a native of Omaha, Nebraska. He loved hockey and hunting. And will always be remembered for his tough outer shell and giant heart, his family said Friday. We have Ryan Noss, 23 years old. He was part of the Army. Never mind. Two members were not part of the Marines. Yeah. I saw a post <clears throat> online. Um, oh, oh, I can't remember that. I can't remember the uh, account. I'm going to look it up right now. Look it up right now. Um, the typical liberal. Here we go. <laughs> Last, he communicated with an American in, uh, in stateside as to his mom. He said, all good here, mom. I love you. A little bit more information about him. Um, the first U.S. Army soldier identified as it was a victim of Thursday's attack. Ryan Noss was a motivated young man who loved his country, his grandfather said Friday. He had from Knoxville, Tennessee, had just completed psychology operations training, and was hoping to move to Washington, D.C. Mm-hmm. We have Darren Taylor Hoover, Jr., who's 31, part of the Marines. Staff Sergeant Darren Taylor Hoover, Jr., known as Taylor, was a former high school football player from Midvale, Utah, who lit up a room when he entered. He was the most loving, giving, understanding person you could ever meet. The elder Dalen, Darren Taylor told the paper. He added that since he was informed of his son's death, he had received messages of condolences from other Marines who had Taylor as their sergeant. Wow. That's just bad, man. Once again, I apologize for the name. Um, Sergeant Johanny Rosario Picardo, 25 years old, Marines. A native of Lawrence, Massachusetts, was a member of the U.S. Marine Corps' female engagement team. She was a graduate from Lawrence High School and attended Bridgewater State University. In May, Rosario was honored by her unit, the Naval Amphibious Force, Task Force 515th Marine Expeditionary Brigade, whose members were on the ground aiding in evacuations at the Kibble Airport. Just terrible. We have Umberto Sanchez. He was 22 years old. He was a Marine. Corporal Humberto Serchez of Logansport, Indiana, was just four years out of high school. Not much older than we are. 
Indiana rep Jim uh, Baird identified Sanchez in social media posts Friday evening, writing at the Marine, a 2017 graduate of Logansport High School, bravely answered the call to serve his nation. We have Nicole Gee, 23 years old. She was a Marine. Marine Sergeant Nicole Gee loved her work and told the world so. Only a week before she died. I love my job. The 23-year-old captioned August 20th photo on Instagram, showing the young sergeant cradling a rescued Afghan infant in her arms. We have Dylan Marola, 20 years old, Marine. Lance Corporal Dylan Marola arrived in Kabul less than two weeks before he was killed in Thursday's attack, according to his older brother. Was notified last night, the heartbroken sibling David Marola tweeted Saturday with a photo of beaming Marine in fatigues, rip, and said hey to dad and grandma for me. And that was it. It was all 13 of them. Well, that's just sad, bro. All the all those soldiers died. We could have saved them all, but... These were all people, you know? People who had lives, people who had families. You know, not much older than us. Mm -hmm. Could have had long lives. They could have done amazing things. They did do amazing things. I just... I don't understand. Just... I really just don't understand why this Biden could just, like, leave us all behind. And they're it's proud just... of how they handled it. Mm -hmm. The Biden administration is proud of how they've handled Afghanistan. Mm -hmm. how, how could they? Just, I mean, just the fact that, like, we could have just, like, you know, just taking it to a positive, more positive, taking this country to a more positive direction. Now this. If we had a plan, you know? Yes. If we had gotten our allies and our civilians out first. And then over the next couple months, slowly started bringing our troops home. This all could have been avoided. But we had to pull out refugees. Plenty of strong, working age Afghan men who did nothing to stop the Taliban before our troops, our citizens, our allies. And it led to the death of 13 young American soldiers who were there helping people. And I, they didn't even like talk about who the citizens like probably died or even like the Afghan oh, yeah. people. Um, 13 troops, at least 60 Afghans. And I've seen numbers of upwards of 170 people that have died. It, it could have been easily avoided. It could have been. Could have been. We wouldn't probably even be talking about this. It if, it was, if it wasn't for our incompetent, demented president and his administration. His administration entire administration. You know, reporters go to those press conferences. Press conferences that get canceled. Because nobody you know, wants to own up to anything. Because nobody wants to own up to anything. And you know what happens when they ask questions? They walk away. Or they blame. Yeah. The If you look at these press conferences, all, all I've seen is President Biden being a coward. 
blaming Trump for all his mistakes. Trump's not president anymore. Exactly. Trump didn't do this. Yeah. This happened way, way after Trump. What Trump set in place has nothing to do with what happened. If we were just stuck with what Trump had in place, this wouldn't have happened. It's the fact that they made stupid mistakes or stupid decisions because they're incompetent. That's why 13 Marines or 13 members of our military are in the dirt right now is because of their stupid decisions because of how incompetent and arrogant they are. And Trump said That's it, what they are. Yeah. They're and, arrogant. And Trump and Trump said it himself. He said that he wanted to pull the troops from Afghanistan, but if it was done too quickly, if it was done without a plan, something would go wrong. And look what happens. It it did. Bi- mm-hmm. Biden was losing support, so he wanted to make a quick decision that everybody would agree to. And it turned out badly for him. And no, everybody everybody would have agreed to pull troops from Afghanistan. Oh, but yeah. he, he did it too quickly. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. He did it because he wanted to prove a point that he's a strong president or whoever is controlling him because yeah. I don't think Biden is the one calling the shots. Mo- okay, I'm going to Mo- say right now, I don't think Biden's calling the shots. Yeah. I don't I think, think somebody so else is, but we don't yep. know who it is. But they're, they wanted to pull the troops out right away to make it seem like Biden's this huge, powerful president that's in charge and knows what he's doing. Nope. But what happened was... Not. It's kind of like, um, uh, you ever heard of the term like work smarter, not harder? Mm-hmm. It's kind of like that. If you speed through stuff and work super hard, if you speed through stuff, it's going to be sloppy and messy. But if you take your time, it's going to be done right, you know? Exactly. Like, that's what happens is that they just sped through it and they made mistakes. Stupid decisions that shouldn't have been made. And the fact that they brought over Afghan refugees and they're demanding those refugees to have, like, shelter in our country. Yet there's our troops still stranded there and our citizens, American citizens, are still trapped over there. And do you know what they're saying? They're saying that some of the American citizens don't want to come back. Yeah. They don't want to. They want to come back. And they're saying, oh, we can't take these people. We can't help them right now. Yes, you can. You don't want to. You don't – the reason – I think the reason that they don't want to bring those people back is because they don't want to look weak while doing it. Oh, my Lord. Yeah. But this is a time where they should just own up. They should own up to their – they should be accountable. They should own up to their mistakes and bring those people home instead of relying on the Taliban – to help out we have they're having private citizens trying to get over there to get our people because the government won't do it we gave i can't believe it we gave the terrorist organization a list of americans and american allies and the biden administration is counting on terrorists being honorable enough not to hunt those people down and slaughter them yeah I, I don't have anything else to say. Honestly, man, I just can't imagine right now. This is not the America I know. Oh, it's not. 
what happened to the America that we know. The America that, you know, we love our people. You know, what happened to the America that, like, you know, people can be proud of? I can't believe that people would just start tearing apart the very fabric of our country's society. All because of this, this irrational hatred for just one man. We've gotten, that? we've gotten to the point more spiritual than anything. We've gotten to the point that all this stuff is spiritual more than political. Because what does it say in the Bible? The devil comes to seek, steal, and destroy. Yeah. And that's what's happening in our country and all over the world. Is that the devil is coming to seek, steal, and destroy. Yeah. I and mean, that's what's going on right it. now. And the fact, too, it's like, I'm sure there are Biden voters that are at least starting to wake up. Oh, yeah. There are, it, but there are, but the worst part is the Biden people who still insist that Biden is doing a good job and saying, I'm regretting nothing. You know, I'm happy Biden is making those decisions. You're just. Yeah, do you know what it is? It's, it's the devil. Straightforward. I'm going to say it, even if some of these people that are watching, you're not religious. It's the devil. Or even if Google's trying to censor you. Yeah. It's, it's the devil straightforward. Exactly. These people that are acting arrogant and being like, oh, well, it's, it's, it's fine. We're, we're not held in account. That's the devil or controlling Trump is, them. Trump is trying to do the same thing. Why are you going to shift it yeah. to Biden? I'm like, bro, you're the ones that elect him. Y'all the ones mm-hmm. that just freaking put this demented old man up there. You put that old man that that um honestly I kind of feel bad for Biden for some reason, but it's like you put that demented old man up there, a man who's like at the age where he's supposed to be in a nursing home, but then you just want to lump on him this all this vain this heavy task. All because you just hate one guy. All because you hate what Trump what Trump is doing, even though what Trump did was is doing good for our country. Mm-hmm. Like, come on, bro. I have a list of, of service members who have died in Afghanistan since 2001, since, since we went there. 2,465 American soldiers have died in Afghanistan since 2001. 455 UK soldiers. And 689 soldiers from other countries it's a total of 3,609 in 2020 there was 11 all of them American soldiers all before Trump's peace deal in February 13 of, 13 of them in one day were this year wow. 24 in 2019 were American soldiers, two were from other countries, 14 in 2018, five from other countries, 15 American in 2017, two from other countries, 22 America, two uh, UK, two from other countries in 2015, and the numbers only get larger going further back until about 2006 when it was 98, 2005, 99, 2004, 52, 2003, 48. 2001, 12, 2002, 49. Let's just come on, man. We've lost over 3,000 people to the conflict Mm -hmm. in Afghanistan. Yeah. Mm -hmm. 
and over the that course we... of seven days, roughly. Mm-hmm. Tragic. It's all been for nothing. Yeah, all for nothing. It's and yeah, it's basically taking all the stuff that happened from nine eleven. Why we went over there. Yep. And it's basically everything that happened nine eleven is for nothing now. That's basically yeah. what's happening. Is that all these times that we were over there? The sacrifice that these troops made, it's for nothing. That's what they're saying. They're taking all, like, the sacrifice of these troops and saying, oh, it's nothing. Oh, it it, it doesn't really matter. And I want to say this. Look, I'm, there's something I just need to share for a sec. Like, there's a video that I just want to show to everybody right now. And this video captures perfectly what we feel right now towards what President Biden did. Listen to me carefully. You're destroying out Afghanistan, but the world. Taliban, our best friends with Al-Qaeda, and ISIS, all they're going to do, use our land to build our resources, to build our tools, to destroy the world. You, you, you right now, you went on vacation, and our country was burning. And now we're saying, like, you know, because of all this, now we decided, you know, some brave patriots will rise up. Now it's time that Biden needs to be impeached. Honestly, you know, forget what I said previously. Forget my previous, like, you know, hesitations about, you know, what I just said about Biden's Israel. It needs to happen. Yeah, I don't, yeah. I don't, on my tweet, I don't have just people from the right retweeting and liking it. I have people from the Middle East. I have people from mm-hmm. Europe. I have people from Asia. I have people from all over the world mm-hmm. calling because our president they... out on treason. Yeah, because something that's what they it is. shouldn't even care about. Yeah. The problem is, is that else? because of our president's decisions. It's not only affecting us, but it's affecting Afghanistan. And with the Taliban having our equipment, they're probably going to affect other countries around them, and that's going to end up affecting the world. What it is, is it's like a domino effect, you know? Because of one little mess up here, it all has fallen down. The Taliban Taliban used to drive around on jerry-rigged dirt bikes, and they had... Terrible shotguns, basically. Yeah, and now they're AKs. more they're more heavily armed than eighty five percent of the world. Mm-hmm. And the fact that there's a picture of them making fun of our military, posing, you know, the picture of the military yeah. posing with the flag. They're po- they're wearing our gear, our military grade armor, our gear and weapons, and they're mocking our country that used to be a strong country. And now we're weak. We're they weak have, because of incompetent people in our government. They have our uniforms. They have our weapons. They have our vehicles. They have our aircrafts. Yeah. They have our documents. night vision goggles. They have documents. They have yeah, information but, on American allies. They have... Do you know how advanced our technology is? Our military technology has gotten so advanced. And the fact that these 
gun-toting terrorists have them. Or if you look in those pictures, they have perfect, like, firearm control. Where'd they learn that? Mm. How'd they go from the gun-toting terrorists? The Afghan army was taught by the American military. Yeah. Hey, wait. What happened to the celebrations? What happened to the... Oh, what's it? Where are all you people that are celebrating? Where are the 81 million Biden voters now? Where are they? They're in a grave somewhere. <laughs> or they're not even you actual Americans. You don't. Oh my gosh. Biden is just only digging his own grave. Anything that. And all the news media that's like. That previously oh. was like just crapping on Trump throughout his mm-hmm. presidency. Now you're going to have a hard time defending your I, beloved stupid candidate in Joe Biden. I, I you think freaking it's, ruined this country. I and think it's honestly I don't even stand I cannot even stand I'm even going to just call out the people even on our own party why aren't Republicans doing anything about this? If we don't have a majority, we can't do anything. Balls. Huh? We can't do anything. I, no. One thing. What one can thing we do? I was gonna... We don't have majority in either the either the House or the Senate. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mar- uh, Marjorie Green. What's Marjorie her name? Taylor Green. Marjorie yeah. Taylor Green. She's she put she put in calls. articles of impeachment. Um, uh, last Madison Friday. Uh, Cawthorn. Madison, Madison Cawthorn. Cawthorn too? Yeah, he he uh, said something about he's asking him to uh, look at the Twenty Fifth Amendment and yeah. impeach Biden. Yeah, she, Marjorie um, Taylor Greene and put articles impeachment uh, last mm-hmm. Friday, a couple Fridays ago. She had a couple co-signers on that bill, so they probably Pelosi probably threw them out. It's it's probably not going to go through, but in twenty twenty two, hopefully we can it's, hold it's majority and do something about. If if it doesn't this. go through, there's probably going to be riots. There's mm-hmm. probably going to be chaos. Um, but one thing I was trying to bring up was, um, one thing like a huge thing that you can tell like the change of times is you know back in 9-11 when there's the planes hit the towers mm-hmm. every single news media was all focused on that and they were all working together now you see now what's happening in afghanistan the, the news media is like against each other like you got cnn treating the taliban like an actual government like actual well, people that should well, have the time of day so the thing is the government is treating the taliban like a form of government yeah, and I will give a, a select few CNN reporters credit where it's due. They're calling oh, yeah. Biden out on it. Yeah, it's not. It's no longer partisan. Mm-hmm. It's no longer partisan. This mm-hmm. is either you care or you do not care. Mm-hmm. It's not well. We care, but we don't. We can't do anything about it. Yeah, and there it's... are plenty of people on the left who actually care about what's happening oh, yeah. right now. Yeah, because at and the I end of the commend day... them for that. At the end of the day, we're all Americans. Mm-hmm. We're all trying to get our people back. And allowing a terrorist organization to take over and leaving fellow Americans there is not something anybody should be okay with. Mm-hmm. And that's why in 2022, something is going to happen. Oh, most definitely. And if it's something... not, then there will be more terrible decisions and by There's 2024, gonna... I doubt the Democrats will have a single leg to stand on. There's probably going to be. There's probably going to be a civil war here. Yeah. 
or maybe I I don't want to say this, but there could be a possibility of a World War Three. No, I'm not. There I'm could not, be. I'm not sure about that. I'm not sure about the Civil War. I'm not sure about the World War Three. But there have already been talks about uh, states seceding. Um, they haven't yeah. been too serious, but um, California's talked about seceding. So has Florida. No, um, Texas, Texas, about it. Texas always talks about seceding because it's Texas. Um, <laughs> it's Texas, but Texas, Texas, Texas is legally obligated to cede at any point they want. I, I, I can't they're, argue with them. They're, they're special. They're yeah. Special. Um, uh, but like California, they've been trying to talk about it. They've been trying to separate California itself for like years, but which would be terrible for California's economy and t- probably terrible for our economy. But you know, I mean, but if they're not connected to us it doesn't care all the celebrities can stay there if, so. if they break off into the ocean nobody would really care that's all yeah. i'm saying we'll just be <laughs> like hmm i wonder why there's not as many celebrities talking about their political views now hmm wow hmm. what happened to the energy what happened to the energy that all these celebrities gave what happened to the energy after that they were giving their all on like election season like yeah let's get trump out of the white house but now not even a nothing. word you hear them talk about every little thing that Trump does, like Trump blows his nose, and they're like, oh, uh, Trump can't do that. And then you hear Biden has done countless things. He's bombed Syria. He's done a bunch of stuff with COVID. The whole thing in Afghanistan. Not a single word from them. Oh, yeah. Oh, you. Oh, my gosh. And here Biden is. He's on vacation like that one. Or he's probably. I just he's think at maybe. He's he just got back from Camp David. What? Camp what? David. What is he doing in Camp David? I don't know. Huh? Or maybe how much ice cream did he eat? In how much ice cream did he brain eat freeze. in one day for his brain to freeze? Or did you guys see this recently? He was with um, Israeli president. He fell asleep. Yeah. As the man was talking yeah. to him, as the president was talking to him, Joe Biden fell asleep fell in his asleep. chair. He looked dead. Yep. He looked <laughs> dead. Like, actually, he looked dead. I thought he was dead for a second. It, it, it's ridiculous in the fact that we're just now getting to the point that there's countless of people dying that they're actually starting to do something about it. The entire right saw an issue with electing a 78-year-old demented demented-ridden pedophile. Yeah. Pedophile, yeah. And, and now it's catching up to America. Mm-hmm. Also, it's like the fact that they didn't even like look at his past record or career in politics. Joe Biden has done nothing, really nothing for this country. Yeah, close to 50 years in American government. Well, and he's done nothing. Of, he, he's been a part of it for 103 years, remember? Oh, yeah. Yeah. He's done nothing. Nothing at all. Trump. All right. Trump's not go. even Trump's not wasn't even a career politician. He's a businessman, yeah. and he's Tr- done more than most of these politicians. Trump yes. was in Trump was in, in for four career. years, and did more than more more for America than than Joe Biden more ever did. Yes, exactly. Most but, um, of these politicians. But I I think that about wraps us up. Yeah, we yes. are heading on to say, an hour yeah. and thirty, and uh, we are. It's a little bit of longer. So episode. I'm gonna say like to wrap this all up, I'm gonna say to all the soldiers who have fought for our, who have continued to fought for our country, we thank you, thank you so much for your service, like. We just love the the work that you did for us. We love the fact that you fought for our freedoms. And for all the families out there, for all the loved ones who lost, all the loved ones of the soldiers that died in Afghanistan or any other war that our country's been involved in, we just want to say that we're sorry. We just hope that you get the comfort and the support and the love that you need. 
and we just hope and i pray i hope that we as americans we can even just come together like we always say you know it's about democracy right you know we are going to call out our leaders we've put biden's feet to the fire and and we will call him out we will hold our leaders accountable because if those disastrous policies will continue our country will not be our country anymore so and just even to people even outside of america to people on the world people around the world hold your leaders accountable make sure that they do the things which are in your best interest and whatever mess ups they do call them out and if they continue to do mess ups you vote them out that is all and i think for all of us at the conservative i think i i can say that you know we're praying for the families of everybody who lost friends family and in the Kabul bombing and uh i'm sorry for your loss and uh they they won't be forgotten